about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Coming up to quarter past six on your Wednesday morning, um, you're listening to Absolute Radio, which means, of course, you're never a million miles away from an on-air voice talking about the bins. And now it's my <laughs> turn. Um, I forgot to put the bins out last oh, night. Yes, I saw you did some lovely poetry first thing in the morning about it as well. Mm. Well, thank you. I, I, It's not brilliant. It's a bit GCSE, if I'm honest, no. but thank you. But no, I, um, so I had to wake up earlier than normal in order to take the bins out because you have to do it really quietly. They're noisy. Be considerate for the neighbours. Instead of the rattling, you have to go... Yeah. Just a little slow din is all you need down the road yeah. before you push them up. And then I realised that I was early for the cab, so I wrote a little poem. Oh, right, OK. Nice. <laughs> it's your Wednesday morning. <laughs> it's on my Twitter, but honestly, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> I like so, it. I really I get now. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. The distant sound of clack clack. The train on the track. That's a lovely start. Um, the silhouetted fox in the lamplight gives him a fright. <laughs> That's really nice. Uh, the wet wheelie bin handle held tight. He'd forgotten to put them out last night. Tis early, really bloody early. Just <laughs> <laughs> gave you. up on the final line. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a valuable use of your time, you know. Instead of just scrolling endlessly looking at your phone, you thought, yeah. I'm going to create some, some, some poetry. Yes, yeah. nice. I'm going to give a gift to the world. Yeah. <laughs> and Glenn, you know, high praise from you, Matt. Thank you, uh, Emma Jones. High praise. You gave up at the end. I'll put that on the poster for when I take this on tour. But Glenn, you wrote one of the great poems. One of the great social media poems. I mean, I can't go into it right now on air, but it was a good one. I don't remember what you're talking about. You don't even remember it. I'm so sorry. Dave, I just chucked these things out. I've got... Are you sure you weren't reading, like, a Sylvia Plath? Collection or something. <laughs> I, I often confuse my malls with yeah. my plan. That's right. Uh, no, it was uh, it was it was very good. Oh, thank you very much. I'll, 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 I'll talk to you about. We'll, it. we'll reconvene later. This well, isn't for well, the listeners. No, we'll <laughs> reconvene. This, is, this isn't good radio. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Let's move on, shall we? And uh, give you an opportunity to win yourself a breakfast show mug. We once again we show our knowledge and turn our attention to yesterday's show when a listener by the name of Paul, a very charming man, almost had to abandon Tip after going to see. Glenn Moore live. Uh, we, it was Charlie Little Theatre. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as the lady's passing them over, she catches both pints of Stella on the pumps, pours them all down the front of me. So, hang on a second. Oh. Not one pint, but two pints all two, over your front yeah, on your two. favourite shirt. Yep, I don't think there was a drop left in the glasses. <laughs> well... So uh, you'll be pleased to know that Paul did stay and sit in the front row of Glenn's gig and said it was a very enjoyable night out. But to win the mug, well, it's not about Glenn. It's about Chorley. So what is the key ingredient in a Chorley cake? What's the key ingredient in a Chorley cake? 8 to 12, 15. That's 8, 12, 15. Okay then, at six twenty-five, let's give away a mug, shall we? Online one, we've got Adam. Good morning, Adam. Morning, Dave. You all right? Very good. Thanks for asking, my friend. And how are you today? Yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. What are you doing today? Anything exciting? Well, up for work as usual at six o'clock. So. Uh, oh, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I work for the MOD. So you I work on Match of the Day. <laughs> what's, what's Alan Shearer like? Because I've heard mixed reviews. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Um, oh, you work for the MOD. Um, I can't. I can't. I'm not allowed to have any follow-up questions, am I? 
Adam? No, there's nothing, nothing too, nothing too exciting really. But yeah, oh, yeah. Just about moving things around. So yeah, nothing new. Uh, oh, moving, moving things around. Let's all say it over and over again. Uh, moving moving, things, around. moving things, around. things around. Moving things around. Things, right, things okay. around. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. 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 Say no more. Moving things around. So, Adam, um, <laughs> the question to win a mug was, what is the key ingredient in a chorley cake? What's your answer, Adam? Um, my answer's currants. It is. A chorley oh, cake yes. is made using currants sandwiched between two layers of unsweetened shortcrust pastry, whereas an Eccles cake uses... How would you describe it, Matt? You're, you're more Ecclesy oh, than I am. crispy pastry, Flaky isn't it? puff pastry. Crispy yeah. pastry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know more, that's Crispy pastry around. Yeah, well, it's got, and it's got sugary sprinkles on top. The unsweetened pastry in the chorley cake doesn't sound very appetising, does it? Oh, they're delicious. Just dry with raisins in it and no sugar. Ugh. Adam, have you ever stopped <laughs> moving things around <laughs> and sat and had a nibble on a chorley cake? No, I haven't. No, I've had Eccles cakes, but not yeah. a chorley cake. So mm. I get one. Well, well, either way, my friend, thank you for tuning into the show. Have a good day at work. You've won yourself a mug. We'll speak to you real soon. Thanks, Dave. Cheers. Cheers, Adam. Take care. Lots of love now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And it also means it's an opportunity to play another round of 1.50. So I've got a clip from 1.50am or 1.50pm and one of our stable mates is chatting away, but what are they talking about? And first off, we focus on the effortlessly charming Chris Martin from 1.50am. Oh, congratulations, but welcome to the rest of your life. So, (laughs) was Chris talking about children keeping their parents awake at night? The news producer, Will, has finally gotten engaged. Or a listener, Steve, texted in excited about his new job. Here we go again. Oh, congratulations, but welcome to the rest of your life. So, team, this one's not for the money. It's just for everyone to work I out think a bit a. of fun. Yes, yeah, hey. Yeah, sure. I think it's got to be about kids staying, keeping be, you yeah. up at night. That resi- the resigned sound in Chris Martin's voice. And we know yeah. he's got a baby, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's how he feels. Mm. All things lead to that being the correct answer, which it is. Children keeping their parents awake at night. Well done, team. Dave Berry, Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio, where, as we know, real music matters, as does Matt Dyson's social ammunition. Matt, what's going on out there? Uh, First up, a couple of uh, COVID observations that are doing the rounds on social media. Uh, First up, uh, one from someone called Loose uh, at Baby Scrambles that was shared on, uh, uh, on Instagram by the Archbishop of Banterbury. Um, Luce said, it's not producer Will, is it? <laughs> Luce said uh, uh, that earlier in the week she just uh, heard someone refer to the pandemic as Panny D <laughs> and it's ruined her oh, week. No. Panny D. Like Imagine Sunny that. D. Yeah, yeah, like Sunny Delight, <laughs> but the worst kind of orange glow. There you go. Yeah, but so calling it a Panny D is yeah, a I mean, It's expression. nice to humanise things from time to time, but but not COVID-19. Let's, no, you know, let's Panny keep that D is up, it's up there with Beverageino. But then there was another <laughs> observation by uh, the comedian actress uh, Izzy Sutty, who uh, was out in Brixton and she saw someone wearing a mask, but they were wearing a mask. It was only covering their mouth, which a lot of people tweet about because it's quite yeah. annoying because it's obviously got to cover your nose as yeah. well. This person in Brixton, though, uh, was had his mouth covered by the mask but was using his nose 
to smoke a cigarette. <gasps> which, is, which is just a grim image, isn't it? I mean, what? And also, they must have some seriously strong nostril flaring muscles. Oh, because it's like we want to get that purchase on the filter, you'd have to really, like, you can't purse your nostrils like you do so you've your got nose. Cut, you've got to hold I think one, you? You'd probably have to hold a nostril and then inhale. And right. what a horrible way to Like smoke. you're having a VIX or something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's just grim, isn't it? Unbelievable. What a lovely image of a man walking through Brixton, smoking through his nose. Was this photographed or no, was it just observed? Not, just observed. Okay, you just yeah. have to use your mind to imagine what that Ooh, the monstrosity <laughs> must have looked like. <laughs> and then, then there's a story from our, our resident Westminster watcher, uh, Will Dog Shorty, uh, the right honourable producer Will, uh, <laughs> the Secretary of State for Banter. Uh, uh, he, he spotted this one, the uh, Tory MP Richard Drax, uh, who was speaking in Parliament the other day. Uh, he's described as... Uh, he's the Tory MP for South Dorset, um, a Conservative politician, journalist, landowner and former British Army officer. Currently. Has he put landowner on his Twitter bio? It's on, yes, wow. on his Wikipedia. But yeah, yeah, it's quite... Uh, nostril quite smoker, landowner. <laughs> Proud nostril smoker. And... Um, <laughs> He did a, a dramatic interpretation of what COVID-19 sounds like. So he does an impression of COVID-19. Well, he's humanised it to the, the point virus. where he's got a voice. He's done a Panny D impression. An MP? Of, yeah, an MP. With, oh, no. And, he's, and he's, imagine, he's doing jazz hands when he does this impression. That little virus would be there and say, hello, I'm back. <laughs> hello, I'm, I'm Paddy D and I'm back. It's like a little Camp Dracula. <laughs> Can we listen to Richard yes. Drax again, well, please? please do, yeah. That little virus would be there and say, hello, I'm back. Hello, I'm back. <laughs> it's a bit carry on, isn't he? <laughs> He's incredibly I don't camp. I think coronavirus and carry on up the Kyber were meant to be uh, linked together, Richard Drax, with all due respect. Amazing. Uh, and then something to just uh, lighten the mood, I think. This is a, a little story that I found on, on the poke. Um, 30 seconds to help take a little bit of the edge off everything that's going on at the moment. It's a video on Reddit that uh, a, a dog, when this uh, couple go out to work, they left the camera on the piano. And when they go out to work, the dog starts playing the piano and sort of howling. It's almost singing, really. <laughs> so, and this wow. happens every day when they leave the dog at home and they, they captured it on video. So sad, isn't it? Oh. I've seen worse at Ronnie Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine being the neighbour, oh. so that's oh, haunting, yeah. isn't it? Is it crying because it's rubbish at playing the piano? <laughs> <laughs> or is he just trying to tune it? All <laughs> oh, oh, why, does the bo- why does the box sound horrible? He's tuning it. He's tuning it. Wow. <laughs> I wish I had opposable thumbs so I can play this damn thing. But yeah, all I mean that's happening all day. Yeah, feel for the neighbours. That's going on all day. It's nice and funny in a thirty-second video, yeah. isn't it? But imagine that next door for the whole day. It's a very sad, melancholy song, really. But I'm not sure it's going to go viral. It's not going to be a viral hit like like Donald Trump's. It's no song. what's inside your no. butthole. It's not exactly. You're right. You're exactly if you're right. just joining us, actually, this. <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. 12 minutes past seven on your Wednesday morning. Welcome along to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. And of course, well, if you're just joining us, we are doing cool badge. That's what we do on a Wednesday. But we're doing a suck-up special. 
Um, and this has been inspired by our very own Matt Dyson, who point blank refused oh. to wish our boss no. happy birthday. No, no. For no, risk no. of looking like Wait, he no, was nosing no, it him. It wasn't, no. It was... Uh, there, uh, uh, <laughs> I hope he's not listening to this. He will be. He listens <laughs> yeah, all the time. He is the um, boss. He's constantly uh, plugged in. He, uh, basically, another member of the team, a sort of senior level person, said... To me, that it's Paul's birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Don't should, name him. Should, sorry. <laughs> if you, you name him twice more, come out of the mirror and kill him. <laughs> you should say happy birthday. And it was like sort of a, a diktat, like that you must say happy birthday. He doesn't need yeah. people. You, he doesn't you hate need the that. man. Don't he you doesn't hate need the that. Man. He's a popular guy. People are going to say happy birthday to him anyway, so it's fine. Digging a hole on the breakfast <laughs> show. I didn't feel like he needed, I needed to be told that I have to say. And when I see Paul, our boss, on his birthday, I oh, say more. happy birthday. <laughs> I say happy birthday to him. But when yeah. I'm told to do it, it made me feel like, oh, well, now I'm deliberately not going to because now, I don't feel like I should be told. I don't think he needs to have people to be told to say happy birthday Okay. To and I was here mocking it, going, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do it. And then a uh, little uh, hype beast Womble producer Mark <laughs> yeah, over there. and yeah. Ben Burrell, who were both on last oh, week, they were going, yeah, up, yeah, it? that's yeah. right. Yeah, you shouldn't do it, should you? They both sent a sneaky little email, <laughs> didn't they? Sneaky little email, happy birthday, boss Ben. Many happy returns. <laughs> I've never been emailed happy birthday before. No. I've only ever had exactly. it text or said, I think it's, but emailed. It's weird, isn't it? Who Did you have your little that? email signature at the bottom as well? <laughs> <laughs> senior producer. <laughs> senior producer. <laughs> Best regards, Mark. Hi, Priest Womble, so, Mark. Such a brown nose move, isn't it? To email happy birthday. And then I think, Jones, you joined in later on, I think, didn't you? You also said happy birthday. Look, who do I need to keep happy? You lot or the boss? Who <laughs> <laughs> renews my contract every year? This is why... I, I know what side my bread is buttered. This is why I was uncomfortable Good bringing you, Emma Jones. But, uh, you know, uh, I, when I see our boss, yeah. I have to say happy birthday to him. I do it every year. But, but you know you're not going to see him because he works from home yeah. and has done since March. <laughs> look, look. You know he has no intention yeah. of being here. So but when are you going to see him next says, year? An email what are you saving be, it up for Email's him? just weirder. It's more unsettling. I'd rather get him a card. Have you got him a card now? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about something else, yeah? Well, let's okay. Let's talk about if we're doing cool badge uh, sucking up special. Let's talk about our very own Ross Buchanan, shall we? Ah, a very talented oh. broadcaster and a lovely guy. But he was late for the show once, so he <laughs> baked himself. He baked, home-baked, some artisan biscotti and presented it to the boss as an apology. Oh, oh wow. nice. Popped it on his desk. Give Lovely. me the badge, Ross Buchanan. <laughs> uh, what about you guys out there? It is the suck-up special of Cool Badge. 8 to 12, 15. Matt, you can get off the hook. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to Absolute Radio, where real music matters. And we've got eight different playlists, don't you know, on Absolute Radio. That's Dermot Kennedy and Giants. <laughs> Right, it's Cool Badge Day. We're doing the Suck Up special. Glenn? Yeah. <laughs> I was 10 years old <laughs> at primary school, and I'm haunted to this day by my own behaviour that the teacher um, stood at the front of a class, um, dropped a bunch of papers off her desk, and everyone in the class started laughing. Um, and she was really annoyed at everyone. And I, it, it felt like I'd been possessed, and I put my hand up. And even in my head, I was thinking, what the hell are you doing? And I put my hand up, and she went, what is it? And I went, I didn't find that funny, miss. Oh! I have no idea why I did it. And she said, shut up. <laughs> so it didn't even work. Oh. Did you go to school with Greg Davis from The Inbetweener? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, this is coming from Tom. It says, Dave, 
a secret Santa gift of world's best boss socks was given to the head honcho one year and wrongly assumed to have been purchased by me. Tom then puts in brackets, (laughs) 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 leaving me with a tough decision of whether to protect the sanctity of secret Santa or not. Mm. Uh, That one's coming from Tom. Keep them coming. It's Cool Badge, the Brown Nose Special at 8.12.15. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. All Dulux standard 2.5 litre coloured emulsion was £16, now £12. Wix, let's do it right. This little bit of it isn't to get in the drawer. This is just for fun. We're going to have another round of 1.50. That's right. So uh, this is a talky bit taken from either 1.50am or 1.50pm. And now we turn our attentions to Ben Burrell. What was Ben getting people to text in about at 1.50 yesterday afternoon? Um, only had a couple of weird texts and one that breaks international laws. A pretty good hit rate as far as I'm concerned. So, <laughs> was it how to get away with breaking minor laws? Was it their current obsessions? Or was it C, their thoughts on the playlist? What do we reckon? <laughs> Oh, oh I think A's a bit on the nose. I think it's yeah. B. I think current obsessions. Mm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Let's yeah, go with, go with that. You guys have, have a 100% yeah. success yes. rate on yes. the 150 game. Congratulations. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Yes, Sky Broadband's super fast. It's super fast and it is super reliable. Speaking of reliable, matching between three and five words is seen as just that. Unreliable is less than three words getting matched, team. Mm. And the least reliable day of the week is... Wednesday. Mm. Welcome to the show, Emma. Hey, Emma, how you doing? <laughs> Hi, Dave. Thanks for that introduction. <laughs> sorry, Good sorry. Luck. I don't want to put a dampener on things. It can all change. It can all change in your perfect mind. So, um... How successful have you been at five words, five grand, or five words, ten grand in its current form over the past kind of months and years? Um, quite well, but the last few days you've had um, a, a few tricky words that I didn't like. Yeah. We'll see. That's the High Priest Womble producer, Mark. He's been picking the words <laughs> of late. I know he wowed you with a story that you live near the hospital he was born in, so you must be... <laughs> you must be quite oh. overcome from that big Hollywood anecdote. <laughs> Half-fair banter. It's red hot. A massive, a massive connection. Well, we're going to see if he's been kind to you when I see the words. Um, but first, which member of the team would you most like to get today? Um, I'm, I'm happy with any of them, but I'd pick Emma if I had to choose. You would choose Emma. Well, let's see what you're getting thanks to the random player generator. Random player generator. Selected. Free choice. Oh, oh, you've got a free choice. You going to stick with Emma Jones? I will do. It's the best name. So it yeah. is the best That's name. True. So it's Emma and Emma. Um, Jonesy, would you leave the studio, please? Yes. Thank you very much indeed. Because... Emma, I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind will give Emma Jones the same five words. And if they all match, you're winning £10,000. Good luck. Thank you. Here we go. The first word this morning is fish. Tank. Nice. Sail, spelt S-A-I-L. Boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Prickly. Prickly pear. Yeah. 
I want to be like you. <laughs> <laughs> passenger. Um, passenger. Oh, that's not nice. Passenger train. Mm. Wow, tough, we've got one, tank, boat, and train now. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and finally, book. Bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Chaps, what do we think? Matt, well, Glenn? That's pretty good. It's, they're tricky words because each one has got about three possible options. But I mean, yeah. all yours are great, Emma. Um, Thank you. But yeah, it's just a complete lottery. Mm. Okay, <laughs> Emma Jones is going to be back in play next. Wait right there. Five words, ten grand, with Sky Broadband Superfast, Absolute Radio. 7.48 on your Wednesday morning. The least reliable day of the week when it comes to matching words on five words, ten grand. We're going to change all that. Five words, ten grand, with Sky Broadband Superfast. Emma, without saying any words... Tell us how you're feeling. I mean, the words that you gave for five words, five grand. I know you can't tell us how you're feeling without <laughs> saying any words. <laughs> Unless you want to do it, yeah. actually, just make a sound. Tell us how you're feeling right now through sound. Um, okay. <laughs> we'll take that, we'll take that. Um, so, Emma Jones, are you ready? Yes. Okay. I don't want you to use any words, but give your answers <laughs> as clearly as you can. With facial expressions. <laughs> the first word this morning was... Fish. Chips. Oh, I would have gone for chips. No. Fish tank. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, sorry, Emma. Never mind. Sorry, Emma. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It is, yeah, pesky Wednesday. Yeah. It's reliable that it's going to be unreliable, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Unlike, of course, Skybron Superfast, which is really reliable. Yeah. Um, let's do the other, shall we? Sail. S-A-I-L. Sail. Sail away? No, we've got boat. Oh, yeah. Prickly. Um. Uh. Prickly. It is a weird word. Weird prickly heat. Oh, oh yeah. no! Sorry. Whenever someone says heat, I shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prickly pear. I was going to say prickly pear, and then I was like, "What? What? What it's is that?" This. Yeah. <laughs> it is a fruit from the it? Jungle Book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fruit from the Jungle Book. Passenger. Um. Passenger plane. Train. Uh, oh. We need you to get one out of five, Emma. Yeah, this is an unmitigated disaster. <sighs> yeah. Book. Mark. Oh. Shelf. Oh. oh. They were all words that had lots of answers yeah, to be Yeah, they, they were. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was tricky. That out. You're right. Uh, Emma, it's been lovely having the show. Sorry you've not won £10,000 today, but thank yeah, you for yeah. tuning in. We'll speak to you real I'm soon. I'm glad I lived up to Wednesday, though. <laughs> 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 Thanks for being so reliable on that, Emma. We really do appreciate it. And this, of course, means we're playing again tomorrow. If you'd like to have a go, well, the number is 0330 123 1215. Five words, ten grand. Sky Broadband Superfast, Absolute Radio. 12 minutes past eight on your Wednesday morning. Time for my favourite section of the show. So, for all you newcomers, I was sat there flicking through my own Instagram, 
Dave underscore Bear underscore Insta, as I tend to do. Um, not much really going on there. Oh, last week we established there's quite a lot of half nudity going oh, on. Yeah, and a male camel toe, according to one comment underneath, <laughs> so that was charming. Um, I've posted my first album. I've posted an album of pictures of me in Cyprus with the family. Oh, nice. Don't search it out for me, because for some reason I'm dressed as an extra from Little House on the Prairie, but there is, <laughs> halfway through, there is a, there's a picture of Evie looking out to sea. Um, oh. Having a having a, a peach. Oh, lovely! Very nice picture. Um, so I was looking through it and I thought, hang on a second, why don't we get some of our Absolute Radio stable mates to recreate pictures from another's Instagram? And therefore, it was born. And my goodness, it began with Ben Burrell recreating a classic from Ross Buchanan. Then Leona, and I didn't think we were going to get her to do it, but she did, and she did it in style. <laughs> she did a Champers dancing video. And then Bush was me in the bath. It was Bush on Berry action. Each one of our stable mates who has been brave enough to take part in Faker Like a Polaroid picture gets the honour of choosing the next person along. And Bush chose his hometown teammate, Richie Firth. Good morning, Richie. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you very much. Just had me granola, picked it out of my teeth. I'm all fine. Lovely. <laughs> thank you for the imagery. That's great. Right. So, um... Tell us about your, your Instagram. First of all, what's your handle so people can go and search you out, Richie? Richie Firth. I don't At think there's Richie any Firth. underscores or slashes. Wow. I think it's just oh. Richie Firth. All right, all right. I know, I've got a lot of underscores going on. Don't have to rub it in, Richie. Um, so what can our dear listeners expect when they want to get Firth in visual form on social media? What, what, is, what have they got to look forward to by searching you out? It's toddlers, it's food, or it's Arsenal. And at the moment, it's probably more toddlers and food. It's, it's, it's very lowbrow. That sounds like a tattoo that some kind of hardcore football fan would get. Yeah. <laughs> Toddler, food, Arsenal! There is, of course, the one of you naked in the garden that the owner mentioned last week. Uh, that oh, was yeah, quite that an was, amazing one from the summer, wasn't it? That was the height of... Height of like, you remember that day when it broke, like, the temperature of the surface of the sun? Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was just... It was so hot at 10 o'clock and it was dark and I thought the only way I'm going to be cool is to be naked in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> Just That's one of the privileges of house ownership to be able to do that, I think. <laughs> You, you can't do that if you rent. Is that what you're saying? It's <laughs> um, so, um, Richie, we're going to spin um, the random presenter generator and it's going to tell us uh, whose Instagram we're going to look into for the picture that you'll need to recreate. Is there anyone who springs to mind? Is there anyone else, is there anyone else from our family that you would most like to get? I, th I think I'm probably most akin to the man sat opposite you, so uh, I, I, I would. I, I think that would be the easiest Kids, for me. But let's food, see. Forest. <laughs> There's so much testosterone in the room right now. It's lovely. Okay, let's spin it. See who you've got. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Oh, you've got oh. me! 
<laughs> Dreams can come true. <laughs> oh, wow. And just okay. as he posted all those nudes last night. <laughs> this is amazing. He owns a house, Dave. He owns a house. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Richie, what I need you to do is stay okay. right there. We're going to take a look through Matt Dyson's Instagram and we're going to choose the picture we want you to recreate on Fake It Like a Polaroid Picture. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Oh, we can't do that to him, Matt, can we? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you can. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, so, yeah. so, um, so, Matt, what's, what's Richie got in store? Give us a flavour of your ground. Well, I mean, uh, there's, yeah, there's lots of pictures of me with my kids. There's one of me camping uh, with lockdown Is hair. Is you looking handsome on a quad, Riding yeah? a quad bike, a nice maybe that. There's me going out to, to restaurants. I took my our friend Dan Pryor for lunch for his birthday. Uh, so you're asking Richie to take Dan Pryor for lunch? <laughs> It's a big ask by Friday, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm not sure they're the right ones to go with. Well, what you've suggested, Matt, is the boldest move in the history of Fake It Like a Polaroid <laughs> Oh, picture. no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, right, I've... Uh, I know, I know. Now, now I know what this is going to be. Now, I've got a horrible feeling. <laughs> now, listen, I just want to prefix this with, you know, your reputation, Richie, is yeah. international doughy-eyed ladies' man, right? Yeah, That's what we know about you. you. I'll take that. So... Maybe you're well-placed to recreate. Well, Matt, you, you do the honours. Well, I just posted this cute little picture of my, my little puppy. I knew it. In, 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 a, in a yellow, tight little yellow jumper with his little hairy arms, little hairy arms sticking out, legs sticking out, with a cheeky look on his face, looking at the camera. Uh, you know, really challenging Jif Pom, the biggest dog influencer in the world. And I just think, I think it will be the most adorable snap of Richie recreating that. So, um, Richie, are you taking the challenge? You've got till Friday. I could be watching Justin's house on CBeebies right now. I've, I've sacrificed my routine for this. I take, I take on the challenge, but uh, I will not man. forget this. We knew it will be revenge. We knew you take on. So effectively, uh, we've got the doughy-eyed look into the camera. If you could lay on a fur rug wearing a little yellow woolen jumper, that would be great. Yeah. Um, Dave, I've, got placed... the rug, I've got the rug in mind already. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you've got till Friday to do it. Give it up for Richie Fur. Everybody back with Bush from 4 pm on the brilliant Home Time Show. Cheers, Richie. Speak to you soon. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Save time with Click and Collect and have your items ready to pick up in an hour. Let's do it right. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I am intrigued by the jobs many of you pin down up and down the UK and around the world, which is why we have a little feature every now and again called Show Your Workings. So far, we've spoken to a movie sound effects aficionado, an intrepid explorer, an etiquette coach, a showbiz journalist, a professional modder builder at Legoland, and, of course, legendary... The snack inventor, who became a friend of the show by the name of Ben, going on to make nine-year-old Charlie's snack dreams a reality. And now it is time for somebody else to show their workings. Caller, what's your name and what do you do? My name's Eerie Gill, um, and I work for Chester Zoo as one of the deputy curators. Oh, Eerie, lovely having you on the show. Fantastic stuff. What's been your proudest moment so far? I imagine the, the conservation must be part of that. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, some of the projects that we're working with at Chester Zoo are effectively um, preventing extinction. Um, we've taken populations of certain animals and reintroduced them back into the wild, which is hugely satisfying and massively important for that species. When have animals really surprised you? What's been the moment we've gone, oh, I didn't, I didn't know a lemur could do that. As it was a, <laughs> that was just an example I crossed that. <laughs> when, uh, when, when has one really surprised you? So one of my particular interests is reptiles and amphibians. Um, oh, okay. So one of the animals I've been working with um, for the last quite a few years now are crocodilians, crocodiles. And you can actually train crocodiles. To roll over and stuff. Heel. Uh, well, <laughs> I can call them over. Wow. I can wow. call them over. I can stand behind them, pick their tail up and get one of our vets to take a blood sample. That's completely voluntarily. That must be scary. I, when I was younger, definitely. <laughs> I guess okay. Oh, now you're at one. doing it. We don't put ourselves at risk and all the rest of it. And we judge the animals. Obviously, knowing the animals, knowing the species is quite important. Have you ever kind of, you ever just grabbed onto it for a little cuddle? You know, if you're such a fan. Have you ever cuddled a croc? Is that, no. no, see, see the animals that I work with, it's not like a cat. They'd eat dog. you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. you get about this, you buffoon? They would eat you. Be a head in the mouth <laughs> moment. <laughs> okay, so you're not Crocodile Dundee. We, we want to no. make that clear. No, no, no. It's all very controlled. They're not like a cow or a dog. You can't call them over and give them a cuddle. No. There's a mutual respect. The animals will allow you to do certain things because they trust you. Um, Eerie, let me ask you this. I heard this story the other day, and I, I want you to tell me if it's true or not. Uh, so there was a guy who owned a snake, right? He had a pet snake. It made me feel a little uneasy. And this person uh, asked a bit of an expert because they said that at night they allow their snake to roam free and they were waking up in the middle of the night and their snake was straight next to them, laying exactly dead straight. And they were told <laughs> the, the reason they're doing that <laughs> is because they're sizing up when they're long enough to eat you whole. <laughs> is that true, Eerie? <laughs> <laughs> you, must be, you must be the 50th person to ask me that question. Wow. Is it true? Time, no, it's not. The oh! First time oh common urban I can't myth. believe yeah. that's an urban myth as well. I feel so ashamed. Like it, I bought that guy drinks all night based on that anecdote. I said, I'm going to be using yeah, it on the breakfast show. I said, get me someone from the zoo on producer Mark. I'm like a buffoon again. Um... OK, let, let me ask you, you know, we talk about, you know, going up behind crocodiles and lifting their tails and, and now the urban myths of snakes laying straight next to you. What's the scariest moment of your career? What's happened to oh, you that yeah. put the frighteners on? Maybe when things got slightly out of hand, because, as you say, you have to earn the trust and respect of the animals. Absolutely. Um, and I, I'd be lying if I said I haven't been bitten or had a nick from, from some of my charges. Uh, one of the ones I got myself into a situation with a demonstration and the animal actually turned around and latched onto my top lip. Um, oh. <laughs> what animal was it? Wasn't it? An animal. It was a snake. It was a. Oh my goodness! Lying down next to you, wasn't it? Straight. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you say that's an urban myth. You just don't want it to be true. Wow! (laughs) Erie's like the Joe Exotic of Chester, isn't he? No, no, no. He's definitely not that. No, sorry. We want to keep him on. To that guy. We want to keep. He's a disgrace. Sorry, Erie. I'd like to talk to Erie more next, if that's okay with you, Matt. Don't get the guy hang up on us, please. Um, There is more from Erie coming next here on the Breakfast Show. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where we get you to show your workings from time to time and we are joined by an expert. Actually, Erie, what's your job title again? You're at Chester Zoo. Give us the full moniker. 
Uh, my full title is I'm Deputy Curator for Lower Vertebrates and Invertebrates. That's Ooh. why I wasn't going to attempt to say it myself and nice. disrespect you any further. <laughs> um, so we've talked about creepy moments and why you got into it and, and all of those wonderful reasons as well. So let's talk about food, shall we? You know, what, what's the food bill like at Chester Zoo? Oh, yeah. The food bill, I think for the whole zoo, for the month, it's about 500,000 a month. Um, wow. It's like me in lockdown. <laughs> All those gherkins. That lockdown. You spent 500 grand on Mrs. Ellsworth. <laughs> He's not wrong. So what's the strangest food that's on the, on the bill, you know? Well, I mean, a lot of my stuff, we, we're talking everything from small mammals to large oh, mammals. Yeah. We're talking oh. a whole host of invertebrates mm. and then... Some of the things we do, we pick locally. So dandelions, nettles, thistles for some of our tortoises. Um, oh. Getting a bit more exotic, we actually order a puntier in, prickly pear. Oh, wow. Wow, wow that's nice. Fair Who eats a prickly then, pear? Is that for, that's not for Baloo the bear, is Baloo it? Baloo the bear, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, OK. Well, what do we feed I keep making an idiot of myself. <laughs> 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 I've been the worst half hour of friends. been hanging out with my daughter too long, haven't I, Matt? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Is that for Baloo the bear? <laughs> they do itch their backs on trees, Fudging though. Don't hell, they? The, bears man. Itch, the bears itch their backs on I'm trees, so ashamed. <laughs> Maybe the Jungle Book. Yeah. And yeah. what about the unicorns, Eerie? What do they, what do they eat? I can't think I'm having the worst interview of my whole career. No, not my forte, unfortunately. Uh, right, OK, OK. Um, let's, let's move this on, shall we? I've always been interested to know, what is the protocol if one of the animals were to escape? Is there, a, is there a code word that goes around? Do you immediately go into, and I hate using this term, lockdown, but what, what happens? It depends on the animal. Largely depends on the animal. We've got, I suppose uh, if it's a tortoise, got... it's one thing. Yeah. If it's a lion, yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. point. Um, main thing is good communication. We do have a specialised team on site called the Emergency Response Team. They are equipped with everything we're going to need for a physical capture, so it all depends on what it is and how far it's escalating. OK, wow. It's nice yeah. to know that there's all these measures in place, of course. Ooh, um, about. What would you say is the biggest perk of your job, Erie? Biggest perk of my job? I guess it's seeing people's reactions to the animals or listening to people where we're giving information out. I think people are still captivated after all these years of seeing animals in zoos, particularly kids. Uh, I love doing talks where you see kids' eyes are just wide open. Oh, yes, that's nice. Um, and they're just so engaged with what you're telling them. Uh, and you can never beat that. I think what we do, under I personally see myself completely underestimating my job day to day. But when you're talking to the general public and they're stunned and amazed and shocked, you think, actually, yeah, I am very lucky in what yeah. I do. Well, 100%. Yeah, nice. That's why we wanted to get you on for this section of the show where we Ooh. talk to those people who have strange, unusual and amazing jobs. Uh, before we let you go, Eerie, because you obviously you're a very busy person doing great work there, um, give us, for everybody listening, an actually true, not the whole snake laying in the bed thing, <laughs> a true, <laughs> impressive animal-based fact that's guaranteed to blow the minds of those listening and something they can use as ammunition on their friends later on. Um, okay, so we work with Komodo dragons here, oh. and the most interesting thing, from my perspective, is that females can reproduce without a male. Oh, that's so amazing! Music to many people's ears, I'd imagine, <laughs> up and down the country. How? How do they do it? It's um, it, it's a process called parthenogenesis, and oh, yeah, um, in the absence of males, they can they can reproduce. Um, so oh, yeah. it's the virgin birth. 
Yeah. That is an amazing fact that, <laughs> that has blown my mind. Uh, Iri, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show. Continued success with all the great work that you're doing. And it's really nice to hear that, that the eyes of the kids widen when they see the animals and they hear mm. these facts. That's just really music to my ears. So keep up the good work. We'll speak to you soon. Great, thank you. Cheers, Iri. Take care now. So um, there we go. We now have um, the curator of vertebrate and invertebrate animals from Chester Zoo to add to our list. (laughs) What about you? Have you or someone you know got an interesting job and you would like to show your workings? Get in touch. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. That's it for your Wednesday morning. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in and to those of you who were so brave and kind enough to join us on air. It really does mean a lot. Of course, you can contact me anytime you like. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk and the podcasts that accompany the show are there and waiting. It's all the talky bits, sellotape together. No ads, no songs. But what shall it be, Matt? You've got the signing vote today. Emma had it yesterday. It's either Richard Drax MP carry on up the covid or it's no what's inside your butthole (laughs) have we had butthole as a podcast uh, title before i think maybe we should go with that okay lovely (laughs) it's no what's inside your butthole is the podcast Um, we'll be back tomorrow 6am stay safe stay entertained arrivederci he came he saw he tried to conquer but alas we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again the dave berry breakfast show podcast Absolute Radio.